H2O, season four, June. Go, Dave. Hi, internet listener. You have found H2O, high tea with old waiver. You're about to listen to episode 47 of the proper pod, the June 2021 episode. It's our very special peel session episode where we play the hits of all the stuff that you love and that you want your kids to love because it's awesome and it's better than all the stuff that they listen to. But uh, before we get to that, we want to give a few shout outs. One, to our beer sponsor, Good Friend Package. We love them. Two, to our vinyl sponsor, Positive Spin with a Z. Uh, Positivespin.com. Stay tuned to figure out how you can win the HTWAV record of the month. But most importantly, we want to give a special shout out and a deep heartfelt thank you to our patrons because our patrons have made this month's episode possible. As you'll hear coming up, we have a brand new studio set up at my house so we don't have to go to Toby's house all the time. And it was made possible by the subscriptions of our patrons. You can go to HTWOW. Uh, on patreon.com or you can go to oldwaver.com and click on premium and figure out how to subscribe for as little as five bucks a month. There are different levels if you want more swag, but really it gets you uh, a koozie, it gets you stickers, and it gets you the monthly After Dark podcast, which is the extended and more drunk version of this podcast. And uh, all the cool kids are listening to it. And uh, all those cool kids have made this very special episode possible. We are coming to you from my house in Dallas with brand new equipment. It's amazing. I can't even believe it. Can you? I cannot believe it. Listen to how great these microphones sound. I know. Listen to how great this sounds. Please don't tap on them. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you not tap on them? Thank you. Thank you. I'll treat the equipment with proper respect. Don't tap on the microphone. But... Please become a patron, uh, share this pod with your friends, help this pod grow because uh, we don't spend money on advertising. Uh, Facebook ads don't work. Um, Twitter, you know. The only way this pod's going to (laughs) grow is if you tell somebody about it. Pretty much. (laughs) I don't know. I I felt like I had more to go on, but that was about all I had. So we're starting now? Yeah, we're starting now. Yeah, you're doing something over there. I'm trying to make um, make sure I'm not talking out of my ass like I was when I was talking about India IPAs. Um, if you th- could talk out of your ass, do you think your voice would be different? <laughs> Love, love will tear us apart again. Love, love will tear us apart again. 
are back. This is HG Wow June 2021. Episode number 47 of your favorite pod. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. My name is Dave. I'm the old waiver part. At old waiver on Twitter. He's Toby. He's the high tea part. I should introduce you first since it's high tea with old waiver. I don't think it matters. He is uh, at Toby Pipes on Twitter. That sounded uh, different than the original. You know why? Why? Because we are making good on a promise to our dear listeners. We said on the May pod, episode 46. May pod. If you listen to that one. We kind of called ourselves out because we have been playing a whole lot of new stuff. Just because we want to. We play what we want. But we promised for June that we were going to play Peel Sessions. This is our John Peel episode. How exciting. Isn't it? That is super exciting. And uh, we kicked it off there with Joy Division, Level Tear Us Apart. That was from uh, 1979? Yeah. You know I'm sort of pumped about this day. Why? Is because, not that we don't do our homework, but we're all listening to a lot of these for the first time ourselves. Yeah, I mean, Peel Sessions, there are some that are burned in our brain. Yes. And we'll play one of those here in, in just a little bit. And then there are others that we've never heard before. Because John Peel did his BBC radio show. And if you don't know who John Peel is... Legendary DJ on the BBC, and he started in the early 70s, right? Uh, that sounds right, because... I know the, like, the, the, uh, David Bowie stuff was from 72. Yeah. So I think that was right around when he started. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he started off doing that, they all were doing those, uh, offshore pirate radio things. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... I guess because BBC regulations back then, you all had to be a certain amount of miles in the ocean so you could play whatever you wanted. I think they all did that. So they were all on boats. Yeah. Somewhere. But I like boats. Boats are good. I don't know if they went boat to boat. You know, uh, you know that's not his real name. It's not his real name? Mm-mm. Hold on. Let me find it. It is John Robert Parker... Ravenscroft. <laughs> Why didn't he go with that? Yeah, uh, I don't know where the peel came from. I didn't look that up. But, um, yeah, that is not his real name. I, but he didn't... Uh, we'll get into some other stuff later of how it really connects to 
our town. Right. Well, he died um, in uh, 2004 at the age of 65. It seems more recent to me than that. I know, it does. But uh, so his, uh, his Peel sessions were recorded at uh, the BBC Studios and usually would be a four-song set. Mm-hmm. And some of them became very famous. Some of them were not remembered after they aired. Right. And so if you if you look and uh I will uh there we found some repositories uh, as we were doing our research. There are a few uh places that have basically there was one that I found that had almost every peel session ever. Mhm. Thousands. And then there uh is an actual John Peel like fan wiki and they have like the top uh 125 right that they culled together a list i guess they did a poll or something i'm surprised the bbc doesn't have a their own little maybe they do and maybe i just didn't find it yeah but uh yeah it it's ridiculous the number of artists that went through his studios that appeared on his show he was very much a tastemaker uh very influential in uh the glam post-punk new wave brit pop every movement of english music he was at the center of i just saw here he died in peru so i guess he was that's very far from on the beach is that the farthest from england (laughs) it might be on the exact opposite end of the globe (laughs) that's weird um, but yeah, but we'll get into other stuff about the John Peel. Uh, but don't you want to discuss the what's really exciting right now? Well, before I do that, uh, we do need to mention that we have a sponsor. Yes. And I, I haven't had a chance because we kind of have been, uh, you and I have been collaborating on this episode. Usually we pick two songs a piece and... We surprise each other with what we're going to play. But because of the subject matter of this one, we kind of collaborated and decided what we were going to play together. And because of that, I didn't have a chance to run uh, our intro song, the Joy Division song, past our sponsor, Positive Spin Records, to see if they actually have the Peel Sessions in stock or if they can get it. But if not, you can... I mean, they'll have the the regular album version. They'll have something. Yes. Yeah, so the the promotion that we started just a couple months ago is if you go to positivespin.com, positive with a Z, yeah. and you uh, click on the banner at the top to win the HTWOW album of the month, all you have to do is give them your email address, and they will conduct a drawing uh, at the end of the month just before the next pod comes out. And one winner will win a brand new vinyl copy of either Joy Division Peel Sessions or Joy Division Substance or Joy Division Closer or Joy Division uh, Unknown Pleasures. We'll find the closest thing we can. Something. But... Thanks to our readers, they're very excited. Positive Spin is yeah, they happy. are they are very excited to be uh, involved with HTWOW, and we're glad to uh, have them as as part of our team. Yeah, we're assembling a team. We have a team, and it all makes sense. Beer and music. 
Yes. And speaking of beer, we do have a beer sponsor as well. Uh, again, we're kind of post pandy, but I still have not hit them up for beers. We're ready. We're ready. Maybe uh, next month I'll I'll cart some beers to College Station from Good Friend Package. It's been a wild week. There's one, no one, way you would have been able to hit that up, right? Yeah, I know. Well, 1155 PV Avenue in, in Far East Dallas, Casa Linda area. Good Friend Package is a wonderful place to get breakfast or lunch, uh, to pick up beers to go, um, and uh, and also you know Good Friend Burger Bar and Beer Garden across the street. Always wonderful. So good. We just want to uh, give them love, even though uh, they didn't provide this one. Um, you know who did provide this? <laughs> well, somebody that he got hit up on the After Dark, didn't he? Yes. Uh, our good friend Dale uh, brought these over to my house, and uh, some of these were left over, oddly enough. It's a funky can, Dave. Yeah, so we have uh, for our first beer selection, because HGWOW is a beer swap and a song swap. Yeah. Uh, this is from Toppling Goliath Brewing, which I've never heard of before. Um, and it is called Pseudo Sue Pale Ale. And for some reason, it has a giant T-Rex. Where is it from? Can you, do you need me to? I need you to, uh, oh, it's from, uh, is that Iowa? Where are you looking? I'm looking at, well, Decorah, Iowa. Okay. Is that it? IA is that the abbreviation for Iowa? I think is that so. is that the outline of Iowa? That is the outline of Iowa. <laughs> okay. So yes, um, weird, brood and beautiful Decora. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. But it is a uh, it's a pale ale. I have not tried mine yet. Have you? Yeah, it's. Um, I'm all the way into it now. This one you couldn't find. I couldn't find the ABV. Um, uh, yeah, it is. They're wanting us to just guess it. Hmm. Let me, uh, let me do a quick search on the Giga. You think he can find that on there? Maybe. 5.8. So we're starting out easy. We're starting out easy. I have a, a one that's a little stronger for our next beer. Golly, that looks just like lemonade pouring in there. I know. It's, uh, it's kind of hazy. But it is good. Mm-hmm. It's got kind of that uh, citrusy wheat taste. Yeah. I needed this, Dave. We needed a rally. It's been a week. It has been a week. Yeah, so big news. Big news. Ba, 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 ba. Sounder goes here. <laughs> we are coming at you not from College Station, Mm-mm. not from some random studio, Mm-mm. That uh, we asked a, a friend to borrow. Mm-mm. Not from your Melrose Place apartment. Not from my apartment. We are in HTWOW studio. Yeah. In the lower Greenville neighborhood of Dallas. This is my dream come true. It's really happening. It's really happening. It's happening. We, uh, we just set everything up this evening. And you were... Uh, Shocked and amazed that everything worked. Yeah, anybody in that knows anything about music and studios knows that uh, the first time you set everything up, it never works, and it works. Everything works. I mean, we're not done yet. This whole thing could catch on fire. Yeah, it's true. But so far, so far, so good. What's up? Yeah. So um, now, I don't want to oversell. It's 
We say it's a studio. It's it's basically my my man cave. Yeah, but it's. I mean, we have a TV going. We have this basketball game we don't care about. We have all of your records next to you. I mean, posters on the wall. Posters. We have my my vintage stereo console. Yeah. We have brand spanking new monitors. Let's think Paul from Sweetwater. Yes. My guy. We have brand new microphones. Microphone. I'm on, I'm sitting on a lovely plush green couch. Yes, and all of this has been made possible by our dear sweet HTWOW patrons. Holy crap. Thank you guys. Uh, I know we uh, we talk about the HTWOW after dark uh, maybe too much. Maybe we try to uh, coerce you people that that listen for free to give us money too much. But let me just thank those who do give us money because if you go to patreon.com and search HTWOW or you go to oldwaver.com and you click on premium, you can become a patron for as little as $5 a month. And that money that we have uh, earned, hard earned, hard earned by it, creating content. This is tough. Content is tough. We have uh, purchased all of this stuff on the dime of our patrons and really really honestly as we were talking about this the other night it's turning the page in HTWOW history because we certainly still have your beautiful studio in College Station mm -hmm. and I will certainly drive down there on occasion you need a vacay I need to get out of town every once in a while and just party with my bud yeah. and listen to some tunes. So we will still do College Station HTWOW. But now that we have Dallas HTWOW, this is where we can really start bringing in the heavy hitters mm -hmm. and having guests on this program. People way more important than us. Yes. If you're a Ticket P1, we plan on having Ticket Luminaries. Um... Toby is, I mean, so connected in the music I'm biz. So connected. So uh, we plan to have uh, influencers, artists, TikTokers. TikTokers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's still going to be your boys. It's mm -hmm. still going to be Dave and Toby for the most part. Mm -hmm. But we do at least have that avenue open to us now that we can have. Another person. There's plenty of room over here. Right we over can, there by the TV. We can pull up another chair and bring in another mic stand. And we can have uh, a beautiful guest to play wait. tunes with and uh, for you guys to get to know. So we're excited. We're it's very excited. very comfy in here. And yeah. it's also really quiet. This is nice. It's cozy. It yeah. is super cozy. I was cozy. afraid that the dogs were going to go nuts. but They uh, might in a minute, but that's all right. But I, 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 I got the little uh, the snakes... Yeah. To go at the at the cracks of the door to try and kill the sound. Uh -huh. We used to call those weed stoppers in the in the hotel. Uh huh. But um, did it work? I we thought it did, but um, what do you? I mean, they probably worked pretty good. Probably, I mean, better than not having anything there at all, or, yeah. or just like a rolled up towel. I did. Uh, there were a few times that I went to the lobby at Band Hotel and couldn't find the room, but. Definitely smelled my way back. <laughs> <laughs>
And then I, uh, from now on, I do all my hotel room numbers for cowboy names. Oh, when you check in, uh-huh. that the your room number you associate it with former yeah. cowboys. I'll say like a uh, Raphael Septian, uh, Tony Dorsett. So one, I'm one thirty three. I'm in one thirty three. It's unfortunate that you have to always go to Raphael Septien when it's a when you're on the first floor. When you're on the first floor, it's tough. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that's how I can remember Charlie Waters. You know, Randy White. Forty-one fifty. Yeah, you get it. Love it. Use that. Oh, I do. Okay. I've, I've used that before. Okay, I'm just saying it really helps out. Yeah, if you want to ever uh, hack my email. <laughs> um, well, what are we doing? The The other good thing that it's because this is the first one from your lovely new abode. Yes. Is that we're getting back to our roots. That's true. Okay. This is going to be just the hits. Yeah. So as, as we kind of talked about off the top and we just we have so many things that we need to tell you about that it's it's hard to stay in the lane and, mm-hmm. and, and keep from swerving all over the place. But yes, as we mentioned before, we've been playing new stuff and we like, I mean, we play stuff that we think you're going to like based on what we all have in common. Yes. Right. Because of the stuff we used to like. Yes. I mean, the world is moving on and sometimes it's great to look back, but other times you want to stay in tune and in touch with what's happening right now. Can't listen to old stuff all the time. Yeah, we don't want to be trapped in our old ways. And so we have been playing a bunch of new stuff over the recent months of stuff that reminds us or is influenced by the stuff that we love. But this month, because it's the John Peel episode, we're making good on that promise. We are returning to the core Mm -hmm. of who we are. We're playing the hits. We're it's every band that we that is our favorite bands. There's only one band we're not playing, and it's because we don't think they did a peel session. Yeah, we don't. I mean, we I guess I could Google that, but I don't think Depeche Mode ever did a peel session. I don't think so. I mean, back when the peel sessions were in the heyday, anyway, he went on into the 90s, mm-hmm. but back in the 80s, Depeche Mode wasn't a a live band so much they yeah. you know a stripped down studio version wouldn't really communicate what they were all about i think they could have done it they could have done it but um it, and maybe maybe john peel had a thing against him i have no he idea might. yeah it's weird that they're not on there but um yeah but who cares doesn't but, matter but here's who we are gonna play we're gonna play the smiths oh this is good because you never we never list what we're gonna do at the start yeah, well, I mean, let's just get it out there. Let's get it out there. And that's I. That's really what triggered this, mm-hmm. is because our intro-outro last month was off of Hatful of Hollow. That's right. William, It Was Really Nothing by The Smiths, which mm-hmm. was Appeal Session. Yes. Hatful of Hollow is a collection of singles, B-sides, and Peel Sessions. And so we played that, and then that sparked the idea, let's do Appeal Sessions episode and so we're gonna play the smiths we're gonna play new order mm-hmm. we're gonna play cocteau twins and we're gonna play the cure golly those are all really good bands i mean that's kind of a mount rushmore i've heard of all of them 
Right? All of all those bands I've heard of before. All of those bands I've listened to about a billion times. I want to go to there. So should we go ahead and, and kick it down? Yeah, we starting off with the heavy hitter first. Yeah, we are going to get right back to what triggered this episode in the first place, which is the Smiths. And as we said, some Peel sessions are more famous than the others. Some ones are better than others. See what I did? Yeah. Uh-huh. See, you made a Smith joke. Thank you. I think Smith's Peel sessions are probably the most famous of all the Peel sessions. Would you agree, or is that just my my bias? From the ones that I've listened to, for some reason, and I think the Smiths are just like this. Very, very underrated band. You didn't. I didn't know for years that the songs that I were that I was listening to off of that were was just a live session. Right. I think. I mean, they actually just set up, played it. Yeah. There's no overdubs. Morrissey sang it, and it sounds awesome. Yeah. Th- that's you the can thing. hardly even tell from the original version what's going on because Johnny Marr is so good. Yeah, that's what you have to keep in mind as you're listening to all of this stuff tonight. And then as we get on into the After Dark, if you're a premium subscriber, we're going to keep this going in the After Dark. Mm-hmm. All of these Peel sessions are live to tape. Band in a room, playing together, just mm-hmm. hit record, play a four-song set, and that's it. I think the Cocteau Twins might be the most obvious because of her layered vocals. Right. But mm-hmm. it's cool to hear her, how she does it, without doing all the other stuff. It's cool. So I'm glad we're doing that one too. But let's let's kick off the Smiths right now. This charming man, this is from 1983. Oh. September of 1983. What were you wearing? Uh, Granimals, I don't know. <laughs> no, I wasn't that young. You weren't that young. <laughs> but Probably something stupid like OP shorts and a Hobie shirt. The kind of Velcro fly thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Um, and I wasn't aware of the Smiths at that time, but this is what they laid down in the BBC One studios on the John Peel show. This is This Charming Man on HD Wow.
reverb at the end of that's fantastic. Man, live to tape, bro. Yeah, so I'm wondering, uh, you know, he's he did not, he's not like this engineer, producer, recorder guy. Right. So I'm wondering if he had like a team of people that, for the studio stuff. Surely. Because that's pretty outrageous how good that sounds. I mean, it sounds just like the recording. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he started off doing? No. Uh, guess where he moved in 1960? I don't know. Where did he move in 1960? He moved to a city called Dallas, Texas. Nuh-uh. And he was, his family, they were cotton producers in really? England. Okay. Or wherever they were. But for some reason, he ended up in Dallas, Texas doing that and then became an insurance salesman and then he ended up uh interviewing or or having some interaction with kennedy and lbj okay so i do have um yeah okay so when he was with uh, when he was a traveling insurance salesman Mm -hmm. uh he did uh, converse with JFK and LBJ when they were touring Dallas during the election campaign of 1960. Mm-hmm. And he took photos yes. of them at that time. And then he convinced uh, the paper in Liverpool that to be like a correspondent during the Lee Harvey Oswald arraignment stuff, right? Yeah, so following the assassination of JFK in November of 63... John Peel passed himself off as a reporter for the Liverpool Echo. Mm-hmm. So he told Dallas police that he was... Yeah, he just made that made something up. I mean, he had an English accent, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, I guess, sure. But supposedly he's in all that footage. Yeah, like- so, so he said he was with the Liverpool Echo, and so he attended the arraignment of Lee Harvey Oswald, mm-hmm. and he and a friend are in the footage of the midnight press conference at uh, DPD when uh, Oswald was paraded in, in front of the media. Yeah, you know, when he walks through down there. Yeah, yeah. Not, when he was, not when he was shot. No, not when Jack Ruby the, shot, like the, the day before, I guess. Yeah. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? But keep looking. Guess what radio station ended up hiring him? WRR. Keep going. OKLIF. In Dallas. Isn't that weird? Never heard that. Never heard that. So uh, I guess because uh, when Beatlemania hit mm-hmm. the U.S., that's that was his entree to KLF. Like, hey, I'm English. I know all about yeah, this. I know all, and he, you know, he made all that up. Right. But that's how he got hired. Is he was the Beatles correspondent because of how big they were. Yeah, and then he later went and worked at uh, KOMA in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? And then uh, he had a breakfast show in San Bernardino, California, before he returned to Britain in 1967. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Come yeah. on. So 67 was when he uh, started with the pirate radio station, Radio London, uh-huh. which is what we were talking about when they had to be on a boat. Offshore. Offshore. You have to go offshore. Yeah, because BB, the BBC controlled the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And TV, everything. Yeah, you, yeah. Everything so it was, was all state-run. Yeah. And so in order to play... 
anything that wasn't approved by the BBC, it had to be on pirate radio. I would have loved to have, I mean, think of how crazy those boats, those radio boat stations were. Yeah. That would have been really funny. And it seemed like that only lasted about a year. And then he got on with the BBC late in 67 and kind of worked his way up. And then it wasn't until like 69 that he got his own show. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of came from there where he started to make connections with uh, friends like uh, Mark Bolin. He became friends with, uh, you know, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Uh-huh. So <laughs> just a, a an odd note that uh, he took a three-week holiday in 1986. And then when he got home, he had 173 LPs, 91 12 inches, and 179 7 inches waiting for him mm-hmm. at his house. Of, of bands trying to get on his show or unsigned bands trying to get signed. Because he was the liftoff. Yeah, he was the the career maker. Mm-hmm. He was the George Kamark. <laughs> Bringing it back to Dallas. Uh, but yeah, I thought you would like the KLIF thing. That's amazing. Isn't that weird? Never heard of that. Rhines would love that. I know, right? I'm sure Rhines, I mean... Rhines was listening to KLF back at that time. I wonder if he remembers that connection. He didn't change his name till he went back, so maybe he was still Skorskinoff or whatever his name is. <laughs> Rapunzel? Yeah. John <laughs> Rapunzel? Raparsinoff. Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft. That's what I meant. Isn't that a, a house in uh, mm-hmm. Game of Hogwarts? Thrones. Oh, I thought you meant Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> One of those? <laughs> Ravenscroft were the ones that just had the birds. They didn't have any dragons. Yeah, it's lame. It's lame. Stupid birds. Um, okay, so we're gonna move on and we're gonna play um, a new order jam next. Yeah, we we uh, we played Joy Division off the top and Joy Division. I mean, I guess uh, what's his nuts? The other dude. 24-hour party people. What's his nuts? <laughs> you know. Um, Tony. 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 Um, not Tony Stark. Tony Blair. No. No. Um, Tony What's his nuts? <laughs> yeah. Tony What's his nuts? Tony Wilson. <laughs> Tony Wilson. Yes. So, Tony Wilson is the one who discovered Joy Division, mm-hmm. but John Peel definitely had a hand in launching Joy Division. And then, after the uh, unfortunate events of uh, Ian Curtis's suicide, mm-hmm. and uh, they reinvented as New Order. Yes. New Order then was uh, a frequent guest on the John Peel show doing Peel sessions. And I would say, again, this is my bias, my personal bias, but I would say that the New Order Peel Sessions are like the second most famous Peel Sessions to the Smiths. Okay. I don't know. I think you're right. So this Peel Session is also from 1982. Didn't we say the Smiths was from 1982? They were 83. Okay, so this is the year before. Um And so they played on this particular uh, show, they played Turn the Heater On, 
We All Stand, Too Late, and 586. Okay, and you have your favorite from this. And yes, the one that I want to play is 586. 586 is a deep cut deep cut off of the power corruption and lies record mm-hmm. that's always been one of my all-time favorite new order songs and i think that this version is super cool because it is a live performance it's raw and 586 is one that they've dusted off in recent years and they play it live now they'll bring it they brought it back they brought it back okay i mean it was one that was kind of a uh, lost uh you know to the ages and now it's back and uh we're bringing it back to ht wow are you ready for it no yes yes now i'm ready okay this is new order 586 from 1982 on the peel sessions on ht wow
<laughs> I've never heard that. that you have never really, heard that? No, that's really good. I can't believe you've never heard that. That is uh, the distortion on the keyboard thing is awesome. <sighs> so good. I mean, <laughs> when they reverse it, it's like, what are they doing? Where are you, they going? Yeah, you can tell they were all looking at each other like, are we going to get back from this? <laughs> is this how we rehearsed it? <laughs> Listen to this. Oh. Man, New Order makes me want to crack another one. I know. It is time for beer number two. It's time for beer number two. Oh. Mm. God, that takes me back. I mean, was 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 that a uh, a listen all the way through, or was that a skip when you would listen to Power Corruption and Lies? Oh, I, Power Corruption and Lies is the whole thing all the way. Okay, all so the, five, eight, six. You're yeah, yeah. You're yeah. down with it. Yeah, I missed the echo of the, you know, the. I see danger, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah, I thought that they were gonna do that, but uh, he he went right past it. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I love that song, but but that's what I like about New Order too. They're not afraid to. That's different. That is not the same. No, uh, that's good. Man, I'm, we're know. doing things. We're doing things, and his confidence for being such a non-singer, <laughs> right? He just doesn't care. He does it live at festivals too. He is. It's not, he's not classically trained. No. He is, uh, that is always something special. Bernard. Um, yeah, when, uh, when he, they decided he was going to be the singer afterwards, that was a crap. <laughs> I mean, it w- obviously has worked. It worked. So it does not matter. Yeah. But because on the first record, Peter sang like three or four of the songs, right? Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, on movement, they kind of split it up. Okay, because I know that they were all trying to do his voice. Yeah, Yeah, they were trying to do like a baritone thing. Didn't work. Yeah, it did not work. I I still love that record, but... Yeah. All right, so we are switching it up now. This is beer number two. And uh, this is a brewery that we've featured before. Cigar City Brewing. Uh, People probably know them for their high lie we've had that on the pod before i think i don't know i don't know <laughs> people probably know them i well i i think that that they are a well-known national brewery where they brew tampa oh tampa you just said that yeah. i don't think i did oh maybe um <laughs> but uh but they you know a lot of times we do stuff that is uh, Dallas local or Houston College Station local, but and this now is, we've hit Iowa and Florida. Yeah, now we're. I mean, we're doing peel sessions. We're playing the hits, and we're also doing big time craft Stuff. brewers. Yeah. yeah, and so I think this is a relatively new one in their lineup repertoire. But it's called Florida Man, a double <sighs> India Pale Ale. Is that a red flag the second you hear it? Florida man? No. That, yeah. That means usually if you hear a story that starts off a Florida man. Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, the, the uh, Twitter account Florida man? <laughs> it's like an aggregator for all of those wheels off stories, but pretty much. 
Yeah, because usually that is uh, something awful comes after that yeah. start. Yeah, he's he's on bath salts and he tried yeah. to make love to an alligator. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it says um, unpredictable varieties of hops used in nearly criminal volumes combined to create a bold citrusy double India pale ale brewed to pay tribute to the world's worst superhero, Florida man. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it always an India pale ale? What's happening in India that, why do they own the pale ales? I don't know, It, it dates back, I think we looked this up one time. Is it like the beginning of time? Is it in the Bible? (laughs) I think it is in the Bible. Okay. I think it's in Leviticus. (laughs) That's your your (laughs) go-to Bible. No, I think think maybe... uh, I think in... When India was... Why do I think you're about to just make stuff? I'm, I'm making stuff up from memory. But when India was a British colony... Yes. That... They imported hops from India to England to make an India pale ale. You're making it believable. I mean, it sounds it sounds legit, right. right. So let's go. Yeah, turn that light. God, I just had to read yes. the the can. Man, we have Formula One on now. This is great. I know. We have a TV in the studio. Let's just. Let's just stop doing the pod. Man, Max Verstappen's been doing great, by the way. Um, this is awesome. Uh, this is um, this is stronger. This is an eight point five. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like three points stronger than the last one. No, but it is hoppy though. It it's is, a little hoppy. There's some hoppy stuff. But in it's there. same color, same cloudy color. Uh-huh. I enjoy it. I like it. That's what my pee looks like this week because of all of our partying. <laughs> Yeah, because of your lack of hydration and much partying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so before we get to the next uh, Peel Session Jam, which is uh, Cocteau Twins. Cocteau. uh, Did you want to talk about uh, the festivities that we had? Yeah. Do you want to, are we housewarming or the ones we had this week? Um, Let's start at the housewarming. Well, the the reason why we're here is because you're at a new place. Yeah, and I I think we maybe talked about it or touched on it before, but yes, um, the the long journey from the last house to this house is over. It's been a thing. Uh, if you're a ticket P one, you may remember the story of my last house having catastrophic foundation failure uh-huh. to the point that we had to move out and they had to cut holes in the floor and drill down 66 piers to bedrock. Yeah, to the core of the earth. Yeah, they basically had to drill down all the way past China and then back to the core. And then re-loop it. Yeah, they had to loop it around for the magnetic yeah, force. for the magnetic force. To make sure the house wouldn't float off into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That was a whole ordeal. Then it was a whole ordeal to get that house sold. Meanwhile, we moved into an apartment and we had to put half of our crap in storage. And we, what was supposed to be like six or eight months in the apartment turned into two years. (laughs) But now, 
finally... You had a COVID apartment. We had a COVID apartment, yeah. We were in lockdown in a two-bedroom apartment with myself and my wife and sometimes my kid. And we were just uh, really... It was a bonding experience, as most people experience. That's what you want to do COVID. right after you get married. Yeah, be locked in a two-bedroom apartment together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we finally uh, were able to sell the old place, and then we were finally able to find a new place in this crazy housing market where everything is overpriced and there's no inventory, and mm-hmm. every uh, time you want to buy a house, there's a half a dozen other offers. It was crazy, but we finally found a place, and then uh, everything magically worked out that uh, we had like two months between when we bought the house till when we were supposed to move in, Mm -hmm. and we did a bunch of um, cosmetic upgrades, nothing like structural. The the house is good bones. It's good bones. Good, Good bones. It's good bones. But we needed to uh, make it our own. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we got it done just in time for the housewarming. Yeah. We, we made an aggressive goal of, of setting the date of a housewarming two weeks after we moved in. Yeah, you did the CD release party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before the, the album was where mixed. Where the CDs <laughs> never, ever make it to the CD release party. <laughs> the artwork wasn't approved. Yeah, that is not going to be printed by then. But still do the show. Mm-hmm. Got to do the show uh, and let people order them. Right. And then you can send them. That will never be delivered. Yeah. So uh, we did it. We pulled it off. You did pull it off. The only thing that was left was the speakers. Yeah. I had holes in the wall uh-huh. where uh, they had an old surround system in the main living room. And so I had them take the old speakers down because they were the kind that mount to the wall. Mm-hmm. They were like kind of like the Bose Acoustamass. Right, right, like, right. You know, the speakers that had like poles sticking out of the wall. <laughs> yeah. They were just really ugly. Yeah. And so I, I ordered some like flush mount speakers. Um, but the, uh, the guy who was supposed to install them the day of the housewarming party canceled on me. So... I had holes in my wall. Bob didn't make it over. Bob didn't make it over. So, um, but yeah, those are those are in now. Everything's done. Even got some uh, landscaping done in between yeah. now and then. Uh, you know, you know what I love about it. The house is huge. It's it, not. It's not huge. It's, it's actually mass- smaller. It's like a castle. It's smaller than our last house. But you know, air conditioning is pumped on sixty all the time. But we all still end up around a little metal bar cart thing in the middle of the backyard right. <laughs> for the whole party. <laughs> yeah. There well there the grown-ups the grown-ups were either in the kitchen or sitting on the patio in the back. Uh-huh. And then all the kids, meaning us, <laughs> yeah. were standing around a little portable cart in Where'd the middle of the yard. Card? I had that cart at the last house. That thing's awesome. It's in the garage now. I have it as uh, as the dark cart. Uh, we were surrounding that thing and never really... We just basically went to the bathroom and came back to cart. Yeah. It's one of those uh, kind of rolling, folding carts. <laughs> yeah. Like It's like a metal thing that collapses flat, but it's got three 
three levels of shelves and you can uh you know put uh put drinks on it or whatever basically we could put our drinks on it and stand in the middle of the backyard yeah it was very out of place <laughs> we looked ridiculous we looked ridiculous but that's how it goes yeah that's and uh life stuff and you you shut it down i shut what down the housewarming what did i do you were the last one to leave i know yeah it was like 4 a.m. We were here late. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I need to get my money's worth. Yeah, and uh, for you Ticket P1s, uh, the nicest guy at the ticket, Donovan Lewis, Donnie Dew Donnie showed up. Donnie was here, and he was awesome, and his wife. Yes, and Twiggy. They came uh, straight from uh, Lone Star Park. They mm-hmm. were playing the ponies, and then they came by. <laughs> I didn't hear that before. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so uh, Donnie came by for a while, and then we also had the the legend himself, Mike Reiner. Jeez, He man. came, and he held court until probably 2.33. Yeah, I, every time I open the door and look to the right with him in his chair on that uh, stage basically yeah. while everyone's listening to him i was like will you please stop let someone else talk and just <laughs> <laughs> but man he was having a good time he was having a good time it was fun. yeah and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so <laughs> on the back porch there it, it's not a very big porch it's kind of a uh, narrow like more uh wide than than long or more long than wide anyway you can only put like two chairs up there and then there's like a step down and then there's like another patio. Uh-huh. So Ryan's was sitting on his chair mm-hmm. on, like you said, on the stage and then everyone else was sitting down below in their mm-hmm. chairs. So it was like, it was, it was, it was like, it was like was... a, like MTV unplugged or something. Yeah. Or like, uh, like if Johnny Carson had a guest thing in Hawaii. Right. Yeah. He's telling random stories and, you know, about music, about the ticket, about whatever, you know, people are asking him questions and he's <laughs> and just riffing. T- and he's every just... time we walk by, we're just like, are you still talking? And he's like, hey, 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 hey. they want to hear. <laughs> he was loving it. But this, this is funny. the next morning I, I'm, I'm cleaning up in the backyard. And so, as you said, he's, he's sitting in like a wicker chair. It's one of those like fake wicker. It's like it's the pla- outside chair. It's thing. like, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a, a plastic wicker chair. Yeah. Right. And so I'm seeing all these like little pieces on the ground, like they look like little twigs. Okay. And I'm like, what is this? And so I'm gathering them all up and throwing them away. And then finally I realize it's from the arm of the chair. He was just ripping the wicker off? Yeah, that as he's sitting there talking to people, he's just (laughs) digging into the arm of this chair, picking off pieces of this fake wicker. That's perfect. Yeah, this is a little nervous tick. Oh, that's great. But yeah, it was uh, wonderful having him there and Donnie there. and We'll need to have Donnie on the thing, for sure. On the pod, yes, for sure. We'll get into some good tunes. Yeah, he would love that. But yes, uh, we we are in the house. Um, uh, I, as I told you earlier this evening, before we started the pod, the, the tap is turned off. The, uh, there's going to be no more money spent. You know, that that doesn't make, you've owned houses. The I money know. is always spent. Well, planned money. Okay. Planned. Yeah. Spent. Uh, it's certainly, there's going to be things that come up as you own a house that you don't anticipate having to pay for. But I am done 
spending money on stuff and things. Look, you just got to be happy you're back in your hood again. Yes. This is your area. Yeah, everything is as it should be. And here we are in HTWOW Studios Dallas. I know. It's magical. These microphones sound great. They really do. I know. <laughs> you said do really good. They really they do. They really do. They sound amazing. Can you hear my throat gurgle? This is uh, EVRE20. <laughs> they sound amazing. Thank you, patrons. Okay, let's get back to the tunes. All right, what are we playing now? We we had a plan. Yeah, so uh, we've we've knocked out the Smiths and New Order. I mean, I don't know about you, but those are probably my one and two all time. Yeah. I know it's really difficult because there's so many great bands and as we mentioned, Depeche Mode isn't even in the equation for appeal sessions. Um, but I now we're going to switch it up to kind of our, our Dark Horse favorite. Yes. Cocteau Twins are a band that maybe not everyone knows, but are ultra important, ultra influential. And for so many of our friends who didn't know them and discovered them via us, Mm -hmm. they are eternally grateful for being introduced to them. Yes, this was something they didn't grow up with, but now are uh, infatuated with. Like they, the Cocteau Twins, they can't get enough. And it's just, same thing with Jesus and Mary Chain and My Billy Valentine and stuff like that, right? Yeah. They, you don't hear that growing up. And then when they hear it later, they are very thankful that this has come into their lives. But Cocteau Twins might be number one on the list of those bands. Because they've all heard the Smiths and New Order and Depeche Mode. You just hear those bands. Yeah. Especially... When alternative radio was a thing, mm-hmm. those bands would get played still. But like Heaven or Las Vegas, maybe once in a blue moon. Yeah. But not really. Let's face it. But so uh, so what is the... Uh, I forget the tune we picked. Yeah. So we went back and looked and Cocteau Twins had three different Peel sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was uh, like 81, 82, 83. And... So the the first couple, because when Cocteau Twins first came out, they were very goth. Like that that first record, Garlands, is very dark. It's a uh, it's a listen. Yeah. It's um it's not as pleasant as the later stuff. Yeah. And so we went with the later stuff. We went mm-hmm. with uh, something off of the 1983 Peel session. And so it is a song called Hitherto. Mm-hmm. And there's another one. Strange Fruit is on there, right? Strange Fruit is from the middle one. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This We only listened to a blip. We're all listening to this for the first time, right? Yeah, all the way I, through. Yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to this all the way through. Yeah, it sounded cool. I mean, I know the song. I, I know yeah. the song, but I don't know this the, version. The Peel version. Yeah. So, so this uh, is the you know. first for all of us. Let's uh, let's sit back and uh, let Liz tantalize our ears <laughs> with Hitherto on HTWOW. Ear brain.
Okay, so that is, uh, you can tell that is a in-session thing, because that's, she did some vocal stuff. Yeah, either they went back and tracked some backup vocals, or they had tracks ahead of time Maybe. that she was singing along with. Yeah. I mean, they did have backup singers every now and then, but surely not at that thing. Man, that's crazy. That sounds great. That kick drum is awesome. I'm trying to... Yeah, you're doing something over there. I'm trying to make um, make sure I'm not talking out of my ass like I was when I was talking about India IPAs. Um, if you th- could talk out of your ass, do you think your voice would be different? <laughs> it'd be a little deeper. You think it'd be deeper? <laughs> Mine would be higher. Yeah. If that's possible. Lord, I know. <laughs> Um, no, so, uh, Hitherto was on the EP Sunburst and Snowblind. I don't have, have that Have you seen one. that one? Do you have that? I don't know if I do. Um, but then it was also included, um, on the compilation, uh, Pink Opaque. Okay, yeah, because I have definitely heard that song. Yeah, and so... I, I I just can't see definitively if all of the versions, if the version on Sunburst and Snowblind and then the version that's on Pink Opaque, if they're all the Peel Session or if they ever re-recorded it. Oh, you think that was an original song they played on the Peel Session thing? Well, that's what I'm saying is I think that the Peel Session recording is, is, the recording. is what ended up on the EP and then later on the compilation. Oh, that's weird. So I don't know that they ever did like a studio version i wish john peel was alive to settle this let's ask him john john there john are you in the room with us he's probably like uh you guys set this up in two <laughs> seconds and we used to have to buy boats and go out into a... <laughs> you nerds doing a, a podcast we used to get on a tugboat and Plug in a ham radio. Yeah, and could barely broadcast to like a couple of hundred people. And you guys can do a podcast in your little office room in your house to yeah. the Sorry, entire John. world. Sorry, John. But we're playing his stuff. Yes. We're keeping it alive. But I, as far as I can tell, that the Peel Session version of Hitherto is the only version that exists. I don't know. Well, it sounds, I've heard that. Well, I don't know if I've heard that version, but I know that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Don't die, don't be the bird. You gotta do It's good, man. That see, I think that's the best thing about the Peel Session stuff is you can you can totally uh, get lazy with the radio recording or the in session thing, and it not be that good. Right. But they went over the top. It sounds. The engineers of these, like it's full on a good recording. Every time they do it, they they didn't uh, they didn't cheapen the thing just to get no, the they session just, they in. They didn't just stick up some room mics. Yeah, just pull down the radio mic and put, put, play your acoustic guitar and let's go and do your thing. No, like, yeah, they went for the full session here. This was a full day setup, easily, yes. right? Yes, it's like the. Um, uh, who's the guy from Squeeze? The the guy that does the, Jules Holland. Jules Holland. When they do that, the setup and the sound is mm-hmm. awesome, and that's yeah. why everyone likes to do it because 
it's professional. Right. And well, like, these days, if you watch, uh, if you've ever seen any of the KEXP sessions, mm-hmm. are they are, are they uh, San Francisco KEXP? That sounds right. Yeah. The, you know they have they do session recordings. Yeah. And they have uh, big names come in there and play, and you know they do mic it up, they do set it up, and it's legit. Yeah, and it makes can, a difference. You can get big bands to come in there because they know it's going to sound. This good. is for real. Yeah. This isn't some breakfast show. Pull the mic down, play the stupid song. Yeah, but good. to me, that's the that's the amazing thing about the Peel sessions, as as we talked about with the Smiths and just talked about with Cocteau Twins, is that those recordings were so good mm-hmm. that they became canon for that band. Yeah, and. The next one you're going to play, the Cure one. What's it from the 70, 79? What are we playing? It's, um, it's really Yeah, early. I think we're playing. They played 78, 79, and 80. And yeah. we're going to play from the 79 set. Yeah. So you got to think about that. The Cure is not. They're brand new. Yeah. So this is setting them off. The Peel Sessions get them going. And they're on it because David Bowie used to be on it. Yeah. So I guess 78 was the Three Imaginary Boys record, and then 79 was the 17 Seconds record. Is that right? Right. Or is it vice versa? No, Three Imaginary Boys was first. Okay. Yeah. And and so, remember. yeah, they, they were just starting out. Yeah, so this starts their career. John Peel started a million careers. He starts the lives of a million lives. But just the fact that that they are that these recordings are so good that the band was like, yeah, we let's just put that out. Mm-hmm. We don't need to re-record it. We did it in one day. Yeah, it sounds great. One take. That's it. So good. So good. <sighs> do you want to just? Do you want? Should we just play the Cure? Yeah, let's play the Cure, and then we'll talk about other stuff. Okay, so I said I said that it was seventy nine, but it's actually eighty. Okay. So this is March 3rd of 1980. Mm-hmm. This is The Cure. So in this set, they played A Forest, 17 Seconds, Play for Today, and M. Okay, and what are we doing? And we are doing A Forest, which is, you know, it's a set closer, but they actually opened the set with A Forest. Can you yeah, believe but, it? Yeah, but let's do that. That sounds great. I can't wait. Because the forest is always different every time they play it. I know. And this one sounds really different. <laughs> At least from what little I've heard of it. Yeah. So let's kick it down. The Cure on the John Peel Show on HDWOW.
Simon uh, turn off at the end. <laughs> right. It's always he's been doing it ever since. Dunka 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 dunka. God, man, dude. I could go with that version. That version's fine. That yeah. is, they did a great job. Every version of that song is awesome in its own way. I know. Every time they play it, it's different, but it's always great. <laughs> I love the mixed up version. Uh-huh. I love the album version. I love the 12-inch version. Man. That was great. Dude. We got back to our roots, Dave. Hey, hey. We got back to our roots and played our stuff. Thanks to John Peel. Because of the Peel. I feel like hardly any time's gone by. No, we, we've been cooking it. It's because the tunes have been good. I know. Man. Well, shit, let's get out of here. <laughs> we have a whole After Dark to do. Yeah, so if you do want to join us on the After Dark Peel sessions, uh, go to Patreon and search up HTWOW or go to oldwaver.com and you can click on premium and become a patron. Um, I regret to inform you, listener, that uh, we did not reach 100 patrons before this pod, so I will not be jumping Toby's trash cans on a BMX bike on a homemade ramp. Like, it doesn't need to be till the next pod, but how many patrons do we hit before you jump trash cans? 100. We hit a hundred no matter when it is. It doesn't have to be in the next month. Sure. When we hit a hundred, we'll jump trash cans. You'll jump a trash can. <laughs> but okay. you said I can wear all the padding that I want. Anything so, you yeah, want. You yeah. can look like like I think I said Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. So basically we have to double our patrons in order for me to jump trash jump cans. Jump trash cans. It's not it's gonna happen, so get ready. All right. I mean, maybe when I'm 60. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the best time to jump a trash can. Break a hip. Uh-huh. Oh, man. You'll be in one of those, like, little... What are the ones you rest your knee on while you walk around? Oh, you know, the little roller oh, yeah, yeah, knee yeah. thing. Didn't Dale have one of those? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just borrow his. The little knee roller thing. Yeah. Is I, that the worst of the... Ones, would you rather just be in a wheelchair or do you want the knee roller? I mean, the, uh, to me, the knee roller invites more questions. Like, if you're just in a wheelchair, oh, there's a dude in a wheelchair. There, yeah, that could be anything, but knee roller guys, like, yeah, like you're you're you can't <laughs> you can't use crutches. For some reason. Yeah, why can't you use crutches? So you just put your knee on a roller. On the dog roller. It's like a dog roller. It makes no sense. What is the purpose of that? Yeah, why don't you just use crutches? I don't know. Maybe, uh... I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, this is riveting. I know. Well, I guess maybe some people, um... Uh, I don't know. They, they crutches have advanced too, so like you know, like they have. So it doesn't put all the pressure on your armpit. You know what I'm saying? They're like Bluetooth. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah they have Bluetooth in them. I don't, I don't think know. crutches have ever advanced. Have they not? They're I thought, graphite. I thought they. I thought they. They had ones that had like uh, they braces on your like forearm. Like it's 
like it distributes the weight more evenly. I don't know. Oh no, I don't uh, think so. I think that's for a different thing. That's for like spina bifida or <laughs> restless leg syndrome. <laughs> I have restless leg. Do you? Yeah. What's that mean? You like get squirrely? Just can't sit still. It looks like I have to pee my pants all the time. Man, I knew we'd get here. We're just now getting cranked up. Do you think enough. that this is what John Peel talked about on his show? About restless leg and mm-hmm. how much crutches and have what, advanced. Crutches, the advancement of crutches now, for the community. I, I think he he was much more prepared and had a much more professional uh, program than this one. Whatever. We're not on a boat. We're in your office room. That's right, and we're drinking. I mean, are we about to uh, shut it down for some after dark? Yeah. Do you want to um, do you want to ramp this up, or should I just punch in somewhere? You can punch from the start if you want. It doesn't matter. I should just punch from the start. Yeah. It's not that long of a song, right? No. Hey. One, two, three, go. We need to listen to the whole thing so everybody can listen to Stephen Morse's films again. <laughs> well, we made good on the promise. We did our John Peel episode. I don't know that we. I don't know that we prepared enough. Like I. I feel I feel like I probably should have like read an article or two. I feel like I should have had more facts in my brain. I tied in the Dallas thing. That's yeah, you did that. And then I read a little bit off the wiki. Yeah, I think we're okay. No one wants a report. Nobody wants a book report? No, we're okay. We did play four really hot jams. We're here to remind people if they want to dive deeper, go look on your own. Right. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Rainbow. Rainbow. This has been the June 2021 episode of HTWOW, episode 47. We thank you for being with us. We also want to double thank our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com. Positive Spin is where you can win the HTWOW album of the month. Could be Joy Division Peel Sessions or the Joy Division vinyl album of their choosing. We'll positive figure it out. Spin with a Z. Yes, Positive Spin with a Z. Yes. They are our good friends. They're also patrons. And uh, please join us on the After Dark. Can't wait to see you there.
Thank you so much for being here. Tell a friend about HTL. And we'll see you next month with hot new jams. Or maybe some old stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do. What we're gonna do in a college station. You get it, get it, get it, get it.